Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. I'm here today with Kim Rowell and Sharon Lukachapa. They are winners of Woman Who Achieves Awards. We're going to talk a little bit about the awards and obviously you're both winners, both won last year. Let's talk about entering to start with. You know, what made you enter the awards, Kim? Oh, that's a really good question. I think it was just because looking at what women who do and the, the legacy of it and the history of it and it just really piqued my interest and I think there were several categories that I just thought were you know interesting to me in what I was looking to do and then I kind of delved a little bit more into you know the academy side and what have you and it felt like a, a fantastic community there but also I think again I was in a stage in my career where I was looking f- to make the next step and maybe I was looking to invest also in my own self-worth and self-esteem and I thought this was a really good next step on or a rung on the ladder to doing that and it seemed like a fantastic opportunity really. Just remind us what you do Kim. I'm an, exec- I'm an executive producer with the BBC so I work for BBC Three and BBC News. We make content for a younger demographic so everything from money, identity, health, the environment, those kind of things are kind of topical issues that are at the forefront of young people's minds. So, Thank you. Sharon, why did you enter? Well I entered a couple of years back as well and, and we hadn't got through to the, the finalist stage and, and that was because we were a very young charity at the Luca Foundation at that point and I understood that at the time and speaking to the judges back then and they said when you've done more definitely reapply and I did so I thought well, I just wanted to raise the awareness of the charity really to make sure that you know people could understand what it is that we do and why we do it and then to win actually blew me away because I actually didn't expect to but yeah I mean the judges comments were just phenomenal and it, it makes what we do that even more worthwhile. Just tell us about the charity briefly, Sharon. So the Luke Foundation is in memory of my son, who's born sleeping in June 2012. And we raise money for cuddle cots, or cold cots, as some people would call them. And what a cold cot does, it prevents the baby's body from deteriorating too quickly. And that means that parents can have longer with their baby to say their goodbyes. Whereas we had hours with Luca, with a cuddle cot when we didn't have one, we could have had up to a week with him. And now we allow families to have that time with their baby. And it makes so much difference to their mental health and also making memories for them to cherish for the rest of their lives. Thank you, Sharon. Let's talk about the awards process because the process is online. There's an entry form, there's questions, but actually it's quite daunting, isn't it? You go into that entry platform and you can save it along the way. You know, what made you sort of go ahead and and complete the application and hit that important submit button? (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I think I had about two or three goes at it. So <laughs> I looked at it and I think when the question that you're, that you're being asked, you want to obviously relate it to what you do. And you, I suppose you do have 
you're mindful of what the judges might be looking for or what might make you stand out. So as you have to give, a, obviously, a, quite a bit of thought to that in itself. So I think I probably did have about three or four <laughs> goes at it, which I would encourage people to do because it's almost like writing something or editing something, isn't it? You go back and you review it and be like, oh, God, that doesn't make any sense. But um, so that was a useful part of like the functionality of it. But, um, yeah, and it really does make you think. And I don't think we do that in life. We don't stop and, you know, take stock or, again, gain perspective and think, yeah, I've, I've got this to show for what I'm doing. And women don't often do that, do they? They don't often put themselves forward or promote themselves in that way. So it was a really good exercise in doing that as well. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because that's why I started Woman Who. Women don't put themselves forward. They don't shout about their successes. And the, the questions are deliberately drafted to make you think. And I say, if nothing, you come away with a snapshot of where you are now. You, you reflect on your achievements of the past. You've got where you are now and you can set out your goals and aspirations for the future. Mm. How did you find the process, Sharon? It was really good. Uh, I think, and like you said, you know, the questions are deliberately worded to, to make you think of what you, you enter in there. And like Kim says, you kind of, you feel like you're boasting about yourself. <laughs> you really do, you really do. So I, I made it, uh, for me, it was definitely more about what the charity's doing rather than what I'm doing or the trustees are doing because it's what the, the charity fundraises for that's making the difference. And having produced a children's book to help explain bereavement to children and hoping to get that now into UK primary schools and, and having it acknowledged by Kensington Palace was definitely something I needed to put in into there because ultimately if we're going to change how children are able to talk about loss rather than closing them down letting them be open about their feelings for their own mental health I felt that that's really important alongside what we do with the cuddle cots and being able to showcase that into the wording of what we did obviously made the difference. I think, you know, when you're drafting your, your entry, I always tell people to imagine you're telling the judges because the judges, that's the first thing they read to go onto the shortlisting process. And obviously it's all shortlisted remotely. And then you announce that you're a finalist and then you're invited to attend an interview. Now, you both attended the face-to-face -face interviews. How did you find that going before the panel? Oh, I was really nervous because I thought, oh gosh, you know, I've made it as a finalist this time, but now being interviewed was, I thought, oh goodness, what, what you know, what will I say? But I, I just took the material with me, to be honest. I took the children's book um, so that they could see it for themselves and talk about why it became what it was. You know, it was inspired by my younger son and a real life conversation and the realisation that something like that was needed for children mm. and, and then explaining what a cuddle cot does because nobody knows of a cuddle cot unless you're, you hear of somebody like myself talking about it. To, it was educational for them as well to, to understand what a cuddle cot is, what it does and what difference it makes to a family as well as the, the plans we have for the children's book. So I, I think it was nice to be able to take that to them and leave it with them to, to have a look through themselves. But the, the process, it was very friendly. They were extremely friendly and it was, it was really relaxed. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And <laughs> um, what about your interview? How did you find going before a panel? Uh, Nerve-wracking. <laughs> no, it was enjoyable. It's fun. I think it was also a great experience to have because you don't really get the opportunity to, opportunity to do something like that in your day-to-day -day life. You certainly don't. So it was great to go to. It was at Coombe Abbey, and yeah, and you're obviously waiting, and you can chat with the other people that are there to go and do their interviews. And yeah, clearly you're nervous. And I think it would be be weird if you weren't nervous. To be perfectly honest but they're so welcoming and accommodating and you have that little snapshot of time and I'm, I think I felt like I had a bit of verbal diarrhoea to be honest because I was <laughs> trying to say everything that I wanted to say so quickly but they were so friendly and warm and welcoming and yeah it was just it was a brilliant experience in all honesty as much as I you know was nervous and worried about it maybe but yeah you, you come away from it feeling buoyed and it does feel like a shared experience which, yeah. which was nice. It's important to me to be there at the start. The start of every interview, I take people in, and then it's important for me to pick you up off the floor when you come out. <laughs> and I don't mean that literally, but it, I just feel as if I want you to go away, because the, the, it's amazing. People come out of that interview and they say, do you know what, I, I was awful, I talked too fast, I w wasn't really great, I didn't come across. And actually, they end up winning an award, you know. So you, what you perceive about yourself isn't what the judges see. And I think that's really important to be in the room with the judges. And then coming on to the winning at the awards lunch itself. So you're both there at the awards lunch. Your name is... Obviously, we call out everybody who's entered that category. Your name's called out. How did you feel, Kim? I think flabbergasted is probably the best word that I could find. But, yeah, just general genuine shock because... At that point, I think we'd had awards announced and then there was um, a lovely lunch and then the, my award was coming up later. And you just, in this, in this room full of such awe-inspiring women, and I'd literally been crying at some of the keynote speeches and so genuinely touched, and you just feel lucky to even be in that room. And then to be acknowledged alongside them was just... Like breathtaking, really. It sounds a bit whimsical, but it genuinely was. And, I don't, and I'm amazed that my legs worked when I <laughs> walked up to the stage. But yeah, it was just such a lovely experience. And what about you, Sharon, when your name was called out? Because you got quite emotional. I did, yeah. Uh, like Kim says, utter shock. You know that, that to to hear your name called and and to to know it's all for your son that's not here. Obviously, I dedicated my award to Luca, and and if I ever win any more, I always will dedicate them to him because he is my inspiration behind the charity. But yes, shaky. I, I was. I was. If I hadn't had my walking stick that day, I don't think I'd have made it to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, and yes, it was shaky and shocked all in all in one go. And I make a real big point. You know, you've seen it. You've been there but I make a real big point of having everybody up on stage. So whether you're a winner or not, you know, you get that invitation to stage. And I, I've, I've been there myself. I've heard all the names called out. I've heard the winner called out. And then you're almost ignored. And I think it, to have that moment where you actually get to go up on stage with the winner and have your photographs taken, that's important to me as well. So what would be your sort of takeaway or your advice to anybody watching this about entering this year's awards? Kim? Believe in yourself and yeah just go for it really because you will have achieved so much within your own life your own career and it's all relevant and it's all pertinent and there is definitely an opportunity there for you and 
again, the academy and the support afterwards if, is there for you if you want it. And you really lean into it. It's such a fulfilling experience overall. Thank you. I, oh, I would say um, definitely go for it. You know, tell the, the judges as you're writing it, because you, you're writing it to the judges, uh, why? Why uh, you do what you do and why you believe you should be a winner or at least a, a finalist because being a finalist is also feeling like you've won. And we had some amazing women in our category of, of charity and all worthy winners and all worthy finalists. And I'd say go for it, just absolutely go for it. Tell your reason why, tell your story. So I've been chatting here today with Sharon Luca and Kim Rao, winners of Woman Who Achieves Awards. So I'd just like to say to you, you've heard what they've had to say. I'd really encourage you to submit your entry for the Woman Who Achieves Awards and then you could be sitting in this chair and I could be chatting to you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.